Well, good day. I'm Mark Sylvester, Ambassador of 805 Connect, and your host for this 805 Conversation, where we talk to fascinating people you'll want to know better. Our show is sponsored by California Lutheran University's School of Management and Tolman and Weicker Insurance Services. Thanks to them both for their support and encouragement. And thanks to our podcasting partner, Polestring Press, for this great studio. And to Patrick, my co-host. Hey, Patrick. Hey, Mark. We're on a roll. We are on a roll today. We've had some great conversations, and we're getting ready for another one. Uh, we, we have uh, Judy Mann, who is um, the executive director, I don't know the exact title, but of the San Luis Obispo Hot House, and she's the program director for the Small Business Development Corp and probably five other things. Hello, Judy. Hi, Mark. Hi, Patrick. Thank you for having me. We're thrilled to have you on the show, and I, I know that last night you had a big event. Why don't you tell us about that? Yeah, that's right. Um, it was uh, it's, it's one of our biggest event annual event. It was our fifth annual tech pitch. Uh, we invited six local startups uh, to come and pitch in a in a Shark Tank fashion on a stage um, in front of a, a jury of six judges. Uh, there was a five thousand dollar cash prize mm. at the end for the for the grand award winner. Uh, and prior to that portion of the programming, we also had a phenomenal keynote speaker, Linda Wyman of Linda.com. She's great, uh, isn't she? Who spoke to us. Yeah, she was great. Very inspiring. Um, I didn't know the details of her story of mm. how she started her business, mm. and, and it was just really uh, just wonderful to hear the, the, the background scoop on how it all started. She has a, she has a great story, and I, I'm loving what's happening up in San Luis Obispo is the northernmost part of the 805 and an, and an anchor for 805 Connect, the project we're running, which is how we met uh, almost That's two right. years ago now. So um, tell, yeah. tell us about the Hot House. So the Hot House is a space. It's, uh, it's a space in downtown San Luis Obispo. Uh, it's part of um, the Cal Poly Center for Innovation and Entrepreneurship. That's the, the on-campus center that um, oversees all this programming. Uh, it oversees programming on campus, programming downtown, and some up-and-coming activity in the Bay Area. Um, so we're part, Slow Hot House is the downtown portion of that. And in the hot house, um, I, I, can, I, so I always sort of break it down into three main areas of activity. So we have a, an accelerator and incubator program. We have co-working, open to any entrepreneur from the community. And then we have our small business development center. Um, and then, you know, as we talk, we can sort of dig into each one. But um, basically, right now, we have 16 startups that are incubating with us full-time. And, and so those are yeah. those all students out of the, out of the college? At this point in time, they are all students that have graduated from Cal Poly. Uh -huh. So we work with students that are no longer, they're no longer students, really. Got it. Um, and they're launching their business and trying to grow their business locally uh, in, in San Luis Obispo. 16. Uh, and so, well, the big announcement, though, if I, if I can just add one more thing, Let's is that, that this morning, yeah, well, we actually announced it last night, but we made a, a slightly more formal announcement this morning. Uh, we are opening up this incubator program to any 
local community startup that wants to oh, be wow. wants to incubate with us, they can now apply online, and we have a uh, a committee that will review these applications, and we are hoping to to take on another two to four new startups from the community into our program starting January 11. Now I understand that you just opened up a new facility. Is that part of you're now able to have more, you've just got more scale, you can handle more businesses? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, we're, we're currently in about 5,000 square feet. We just uh, recently signed a lease for 15,000 square feet. So we're wow. tripling in size. Wow. Um, so it's super exciting. And, and also I think it was, um, you know, it's an idea that came about a couple years ago, the idea of opening up incubation. Uh, I think being in the hothouse every day, I, I've realized that the, the, the more we mix um, the people involved in the programming, mm, so mm, mixing in coworkers from the community with recent grads, with uh, small businesses that we work with on the SBDC side, it creates a, lots of great sparks, lots of uh, interesting things happen, lots of interesting connections happen. Uh, we've had great examples of coworkers becoming uh, co-founders of, of some of our incubating startups, um, uh, deals being negotiated between different companies. It, it's just um, it just creates some uh, some interesting activity. Is there something unique about how you're doing it? Because you know how you're uh, approaching this project. I, I look at there's I think we're eight. You know, you could say co-working or incubation or acceleration. There, there's, a, there's a little fuzzy lines between all of those in the region. Oh, yeah. Yet when I talk to people and I, you know, I'm really listening, everyone points to the hothouse as the model for best practices of how it should be done. Uh, wow. Well, <laughs> that's great to hear. Um I, 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 I think a lot of what we've done has grown organically. Originally, we had an accelerator program, and after two years of running this summer three-month accelerator program, we realized, hang on, we're, we're seeing some really good things come out of this program. We need to extend the runway, and we formalized incubation. Um, then we realized that if all these incubating companies were – SBDC clients, then we can apply all these SBDC resources mm, to them. Mm, mm, um, and then we, we realized when we first opened our space, uh, the current 5,000 square feet that we have, like, well, we have a bit of extra space. We only we started with only maybe, you know, half a dozen startups. We have extra space. Let's do co-working. And that'll be, you know, we, we just thought that that would generate um, just some revenue for us to support our activities. Um but I think Excuse that, me for a second. Yeah. Ex please explain to people who might not understand what co-working is. Sure. Um, co-working is, is just desk space. So anyone can come into our space, sign up uh, for a membership for one month, this month to month, hmm. and just open up their laptop. They get access to Wi-Fi, conference rooms, um, obviously the networking that goes on in our space, um, some, you know, printing support, those type of uh, office sure. support. Uh, but I think most importantly, they get access to all the networking and collaboration that goes on in our space, that they're part of this entrepreneurial network, if you will. 
So, and how much and does I, a month cost? $150 a you're, month at you're this killing, time. You're killing yeah. me. <laughs> 100 and so, okay, so... So this is kind of like the Regis model, right? Where I can go and, you know, get yeah. uh, get an office space. But this is for one hundred and fifty dollars a year. How how do you afford, how can you afford to do that? How can we afford to do that? Yeah, because that seems cheap. Um, right? Seems really cheap. Yeah. Well, so to be fair, so the space that we're in right now was uh, is very is highly subsidized. Our, our current landlord uh, has given us this space for for minimal rent. Mm. Um, and then we do get support from the city of Slo. Right. Uh, we are funded by donors, by Cal Poly alums. Um, the Cal Poly Center for Innovation Entrepreneurship uh, raises a, a, a large amount of money to support all these activities and supports what's going on at the Hot House. Um, and we get support from Cal Poly as well. So we definitely um, get a lot of support. And as we're moving forward into this new new bigger space uh the county came on board and oh. we just got a two hundred thousand dollar grant congratulations from the county of thank you thank you uh we're we're super stoked to have the county on board they're very supportive of what we're doing they understand that um we are part of the um you know we, we're one of the pieces that will contribute to yes, economic development so. locally right. Right. and it, it makes sense to partner up you know yeah that's a, an enlightened view, especially <laughs> of government, to have because it's a long view, right? The, you know, right, it's, it's the, exactly, the, it's, exactly. And to not be, you know, spending precious resources, especially if I'm not even incubation stage yet. I'm just trying to figure things out. One hundred and fifty dollars a month gets me out of the house and into a sane, quiet, not really quiet space, but a place that is fertile. Uh, exactly, with, with ideas. that's a good word. Actually. I, yeah. I, you know, I love having. Having built and run lots of businesses, I know that you just need some space like that where you can just be free. So I, I love that. What is, uh, what, we talk a lot on 805 Conversations about, you know, we talk startups and entrepreneurs and mid-sized businesses, and there's a, a, an ongoing conversation around the, the relationship the business community has with the university. How would you say the business community has stepped up to support what you're doing? Oh, they've been amazing. Uh, we have a community advisory board. We meet once a month. Um, and, you know, a lot of the key business leaders from our county sit on that board, as well as a representative from the city of Slow, from the chamber, you know, our chamber of commerce. And so it's a really healthy board. We have um, deans from campus sit on the board as well. Um, and so we meet once a month. Uh, we discuss um, how to work together on programming, on fundraising, um, and, and constantly assess the needs of the Slow Hot House and how we can all work together to make sure those needs are being met. So that's been very productive. Um, I think, you know, the, this advisory board was absolutely instrumental, at the, especially in the beginnings of mm. taking on a space full time. Um, you know, we weren't sure we could pull it off and we weren't sure it was going to work and, and we weren't sure we, we'd have the success stories to validate what we're doing. You know, um, it was a bit, it was a leap of faith and they certainly, um, uh, instigated the, 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 the start of the funding for, for this space when we first got into the new space. 
Yeah. So you're suggesting um, that you approached it as an entrepreneur would. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we, we've uh, that's something that we're very proud of. We we feel like we we started like a startup ourselves. We've been um, and uh, and we're really proud of that. If there's something that needs to get done, we tr- we we just go out there, do it, and you know, if we need to ask for forgiveness later, we will. <laughs> but um, you know, it, it's it, it's a very motivated team of, of people that we have on staff and and we're, we're more than willing to just uh, uh, get done whatever needs to get done to move forward yeah take us through what the day pick one of the 16 startups that are there and tell us what their day looks like when, when they come in in the morning and you know when when they leave at night kind of what are the big beats in in their day yeah no that's uh, that's kind of a Interesting question. It's, so we. So first of all, I want to preface this that by saying that we have companies in very different industries. Uh, we have a medical device company. We have engineering uh, type companies that have built some, you know, interesting hardware. We have software as a service companies. Um, we have. Uh, we even have a, a vertical wall garden company. So it pretty varied. Um, so obviously, they all have different needs different activities going on but um uh let's see uh impress technologies our medical device company um this morning they came in actually they met with um uh they met with two potential investors (laughs) um so they had that meeting going on this morning uh but i know that parallel to that they're also moving forward with the fda to get uh, the necessary approvals to be able to commercialize their medical device in the U.S. Um, And parallel to that, they have one of their uh, employees who is working on some engineering in some labs, you know, some dry lab space that they Mm. sort of created in their office. Mm. So um, that's one company. Uh, Another one might be gearing up for a trade show. and getting organized and getting uh, collateral done and marketing done and meeting with a one of our marketing consultants on the SBDC side to, to finalize their checklist to make sure they have everything they need uh, and be heading out to a trade show. Um, so uh, there's a lot of activity going on, uh, and it's very different depending on which company you're talking to. I think with with sixteen, it's it must be a bit like herding cats to get them to to get to because you have programming there, right? I mean, that's one of the things you do. There's there's are there we do, classes? We do have programming, yeah, yeah, and it's, and so we try once they're in incubation. Um, there is, I, I would say, monthly programming that it that is uh, geared towards every team uh, as a group, but then I. We focus a lot on customization as well uh, because it's not one size fits all. They're at different phases of growth. Uh, they need different things. Um, but we'll have, for example, peer-to-peer discussions. We have one coming up in December about for the younger teams coming on board. And actually, even the ones that have been with us for about a year on leadership and management, that they're starting to hire employees. Mm. They need to understand how to build out a process that's going to work uh, in their startup. And most of, and, and actually, 
all of them at this point in time, um, none of them have the experience of hiring employees and putting in place the policies and procedures and putting in place the uh, thinking about their uh, company culture and, and those types of things. There's so, I mean, there's so many things that they have to get good at. I, I feel like this is a, a two-year master class that they're getting the opportunity, <laughs> right? But that's a great way to put it. Yeah, it's like getting your, your real-life MBA. Uh, it's, 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 you know, honestly, it's, it's, it's the epitome of learn by doing. You know, the Cal Poly motto, learn by doing. Once you get into the incubator program, it's, it's the epitome of that. Um, they're wearing lots of different hats. They're learning how to uh, move, you know, set up their operations, set up accounting systems, uh, negotiate financing deals, <laughs> uh, figure out their right. supply chain. Right. It, it, it's a lot. It's a lot. And, it's a, and typically, they start off, they're, they're not a big team. There's maybe three or four people on board max. And, um, yeah, yeah, they're working hard. They uh, were open 24-7. Uh, and I think any time of day, weekend, night, there's someone in here working. <laughs> How did, can I, I, I have a, a question that's, that's, that's always, I hear about these innovative programs coming out of educational institutions like Cal Poly, and I'm, I, they're so impressive. How how do you build this program? It doesn't seem like there's probably a textbook that explains this. You're, this is not something that any generation before this generation has had an opportunity or access to through education, is it? Like this seems like you are doing something uh, that you're building it from. From what? Like where's your blueprint come from to build a curriculum like this? Um, I, I think you know it, uh, one of the like I said, a lot of things have grown organically and completely based on need. Hmm. Uh, we identify gaps. Every year we reassess what we're doing. Uh, this year, you know, I, I recently you know, took some time to analyze, okay, uh, what are the best practices? Um, uh, we are members of the uh, International um, Business Incubation Association. Oh, uh, we yes, went through, you know, of course went through pretty that. diligently through their best practices and, and okay, we check the box. Oh, yeah, we're doing that. We're doing this. We're doing this. This is great. You know, what we're, we were doing our versions of what their best practices are. But then we realized, oh, hang on, that we saw a gap. And, um, and so now we're trying to fill that gap in trying to uh, – one gap we identified was trying to – we're thinking about implementing a boot camp this year, which we haven't mm-hmm. done before, uh, in helping these companies set up operations. Mm. Uh, so that's something we'd like to implement this year. Um, you know, we get a lot of feedback from companies. We survey them. We we are constantly asking them, "What do you need? Where's you know, uh, where are the gaps?" And then we, I, I see it as our job to make sure. Basically, uh, my day to day job, our day to day job, everyone that's on staff, everyone that's involved with the with the Cal Poly CIE and the Hot House is uh, someone needs something we need to figure out how to provide that resource. And if, if we're on it, <laughs> they're going to accelerate that much faster and uh, we'll ensure definitely a higher rate of success with, with our startups. It it's like all an... about figuring out how to get the resources as fast as possible to these companies. 
it sounds like such an exciting environment to be in. I want to go. I want. I want to. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm, I'm Come getting in the car. Come back in to. Car. I want to know um, these the the uh, the people that you're that you're bringing into the program. Um, how, what are they, what are they, who are they like, what, because, you know, they're in Cal Poly, they're in slow, um, or they're just, you know, in that environment. What, what's, what's a standard profile of somebody like that? I'm trying to get a picture in my head of what this, this new entrepreneur who leaps into this hot house out of education looks like. Do you mean, do you mean at that, uh, at the staff level or, or, or the companies that are incubating? The 16. Mm, yeah. I don't know. You, those are both interesting. <laughs> I, would, I would hear about either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Enough, you know, on the staff side, uh, it, it's been it's been pretty interesting. We, we every year we lose staff, and not because they don't want to work with us anymore, but because they've um, they've decided to join a startup in yeah. our program. <laughs> so uh, that's been kind of a, an interesting phenomenon. So we're losing our staff to our startups, which is great. It's a really good problem to have. That means we've got good, compelling startups that staff, they're willing to drop their job to, to you know, jump ship to go work with them and be part of an exciting venture. So, so that's been interesting to see. It's happened three years in a row now. Um, uh, we have Jake Disraeli who joined the Cardboard Guys. Mm. We have Jesse Becker that who joined Impress Technologies. Um, and just recently, Chelsea Brown joined uh, SureStop. So th- th- that's been fun to watch. Um, so you don't, need a, staff, you don't need a no poaching rule? <laughs> <laughs> I know we should start, you know, trying to implement something there. But, you know, no, it's exciting to see. It's, it's, um, it's rewarding. It means that we're doing great things and people are uh, want to be part of those startups and, and are willing to take risks with these startups. Um, so it's exciting to see, and it just shows that our staff are, are very entrepreneurial minded, uh, and I think that's important to be on the mm. team. We mm. have to understand that, uh, you know, working for a startup with startups is a different mindset than working for for large established corporations. Completely, completely different. different. I um, yeah. I wanted to call back to something you were talking about. How, as an entrepreneur, you know, they wear a lot of hats and being an entrepreneur since I was 12, I know exactly what that is. And uh, my wife has uh, kind of followed one of her passions to a new business, uh, new, it's just a, a side thing. But what she found was a website I want to pass along to you to, to take a look at. It's called 17 Hats. Have you heard about them? I have, yes. They are, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the premise is that, you know, you're a solopreneur and you've got 17 hats and let this website wear a lot of them for you. And she swears by this thing because she doesn't need, you know, a bookkeeper and she doesn't need this and doesn't need that because it, it all is handled. And it's, uh, it's quite nice. So, so for some of those people, you might want to, they're not a sponsor, but, you know, mm-hmm. you should go talk to them. Or I should go talk to yeah, them. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so um, I want to... I know that you just had Tech Pitch, which is the a huge event, uh, sold out. Congratulations on that! And Thank you. that there were there were six companies that made it to the stage. But tell me about how many applied, because I know we were promoting it in uh, the 805 Connect newsletter for a couple of months. And how many applied? Yeah, thank you for doing oh, that. Well, you're it was, welcome. It was you're great. Welcome. It was great to collaborate on that. Um, 
We, so let's see, we, we got 35 applications were submitted, uh, about 25 were complete. So uh, we, our Tech Pitch Committee reviewed those applications and we, we were hoping to narrow it down to 12. We had a hard time, so we decided to just look at our top 16. Um, we interviewed in person each of those 16 teams. Uh, and after two grueling nights, <laughs> we narrowed it down to our top six. Um, I, I, th I think I agree with you. I, I was impressed by the level uh, and the quality of the startups that we had uh, as our top six finalists. Um, they were all pretty compelling businesses. Um, uh, the one that won, uh, Hygiene Technologies, I think, it, you know, won the day just because um, th they have such a good story. Uh, it's a company that is uh, has thought of a technology, a solution to help clean up oil spills in a very eco-friendly way. Um, they are able to mix their uh, their chemical solution, a, a fair fluid into the oil spill and it goes through a, a piping system that will separate the oil from the ocean water and it can directly suck it up from the ocean, suck the oil spill up from the ocean uh, through their module on a boat and spit out clean ocean water and keep the oil in separate containers on the ship that can eventually be reused itself. So it's it's a great technology, um, uh, you know. It's it's a uh, hundred billion dollar market. Um, right, it's right. a big, big, big idea, uh, but it's a very compelling story. So they won the day last night. So as you were, you know, I've I've been in those where you've got a cull, you're, you know, twenty five down to sixteen down to six, and you're you know trying you're judging them on you know, viability and, you know, commercial viability, technical viability, the, the management, the team, the financing, you know, the total addressable market, all of that. And they have, you know, a few minutes Shark Tank style to present. And you all, you thought all six were winners or, or uh, capable of winning. What yes. was the, what was the thing that put this, was, were they a clear winner or, uh, was there, you know, did the judges have to go back and forth? Um, it, it was a fairly clear winner. Uh, uh, I think they got, uh, they did get the five votes. Uh, so we had six judges uh, and they had five clear votes in favor of, of you know, as being number one. Um, I think, you know, th there's different ways the, this, the business model could go different ways, but uh, we, we've had a similar example in the hothouse with another um, with another startup where it's a really big idea, right. uh, but if they can find the right strategic partner, pro you know, probably some very you know large corporation to help them uh, that will is willing to take a risk and partner up. Um, then investments will start coming in, and it's it's actually um, uh, this idea can actually has the the potential to see the light of day. Um, 
we have a company here, as I mentioned, Mega Matter. Had also, they also have a very big idea. They've created a, a non-toxic flame retardant um, that can be incorporated in uh, building materials. Mm. Uh, another, re- it's a, another really, really big idea. Um, and it took them about 18 months, but they, they identified a strategic partner. They, they started negotiations. They were moving forward. And as these negotiations were moving forward, investors started start paying attention and they realize okay they're, they're finally onto something um so it, it takes it's, it's a, a, bit, a bit of a longer process maybe than some of the other startups that we saw last night uh but the potential for um uh, for impact for you know um environmental impact for it, it's a very compelling idea uh is so huge that it's it's worth the risk i think do you think that um, the the recent oil spill that we had here and the you know the the I don't know it's heritage is the wrong word but the the long memory we have in the region around oil yeah. is was a contributing factor? Yeah, absolutely. I I, I think so. I think uh, most of us who live here locally. Uh, we've, we've made a choice to live here for the lifestyle, for the access to um, this beautiful coast that we, that, where we live. You know, uh, this gorgeous coastline, and uh, it's we're, we're all definitely affected by what happened um, recently in Santa Barbara. So I, I do think that had an impact. Uh, yeah. Well, that in, that ins, that inspires me to ask the question. I always, uh, I think history favors second place. I think that uh, <laughs> you you hear all these analogous stories about um, uh, really great ideas that came in second. So, what what do you think if we, if we took out that um, that sentimental and, and certainly pressing feeling that we have towards uh, saving the environment? Who who came in second, or who had a really great idea that was right behind that one? Uh, in the- yeah, and it's so funny that you that you mentioned that because that's exactly what happened. <laughs> we are. Great question, Patrick. <laughs> yeah, thank you. It, it was just it's such a perfect question because we had two. The, there were two technologies, right? So this very very high end, huge market, you know, very compelling technology with Hygia, and then at the other end of a, of the spectrum, uh, a very very simple device. But it was, it's so simple that, you know, anyone can, can just get it. Let, let me describe the de- device real quick. Um, it's, it was presented to us by Nate Stein, who's just, uh, just a great guy. He's been in the restaurant catering business for five years. He's uh, washed dishes for the last uh-huh, five years. Yeah. Um, I think he's, you know, he said he's, he's washed 15,000 dishes uh, in his short career. Um, but he and he's an engineer. He, he's a tinkerer. He's an inventor. He loves to design and and uh, create uh, devices. So he created this device that will screw into a commercial sink. Uh, it has uh, two um, horizontally placed brushes, and you can uh, clean your plates by. Uh, pushing them down between these two brushes, and it automatically scrapes them clean, like and then they can be directly put into the dishwasher. Uh, so it saves on water use. Uh, I think it's a, he, he claimed 75% savings in water use wow. um, by Simple. the restaurants, by these commercial kitchens. And also, um, uh, just as importantly, uh, labor savings. Mm. So 
the same number of dishes can be uh, pre-washed and pre-rinsed in about 25% of the amount of time. Um, he has presented his prototype to some local restaurants here in San Luis Obispo. Uh, he has great stories to tell. He, 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 <laughs> in one story, he installed the device. He walked into a restaurant, installed the device in the kitchen. The dishwasher used it for about 10 minutes and, and literally begged him to leave it there for the day. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he said, my day is going to go so much smoother. If you can just please leave this with me, I'll bring it right back to you at the end of my shift. Um, and he's, so it's, it's one of those, uh, he has a provisional patent pending on the device. Um, it's one of those, it's, it's such a simple idea, mm-hmm. but it was created by someone who saw uh, right. a problem in the industry. He's in it every day, uh, and he created a very simple thing to address his problem. Um, and it has, it's pretty impactful. Um, so there you go. So and they he won the audience choice award. Yeah. So that's yeah. the example of the, the the differences that we had last night. Yeah. So the lesson there, I think, is I mean, when when we're thinking about the startup economy and the entrepreneurial economy, everybody just presumes, oh, I've got to be a Java programmer, or I've Web, got to be yeah. in the cloud, yeah. or I've got to do all of that. And yet here, it's really about I've got to be good at finding problems. And then finding solutions. Yeah. And that seems to be an ongoing topic here at 805 Conversations where we're talking about that those kinds of things. It's that ability to see, get the big vision. And, uh, and then we need places like the Hothouse for those visions to, to turn into something. Judy, thank you so much for joining us and taking time out of your busy schedule, helping these companies to come and talk with us on the show and, and provide uh, some inspiration and, um, you know, you, what you are doing there is uh, such a huge value and we appreciate the partnership. And so thank you very much. And I have one little piece of business left, which is, uh, yes, sorry. Thank you very much for having me on the show. Uh, I, I, it's been great talking with you guys. The last bit of business is we know that a great title will help the show get listened to. So as someone's, you know, as our inventory grows, um, they scanning through the list, a great title will go, oh, what is like, we have the one, it's crickets, the gateway bug. Um, You know, it's like, what does that mean? And, you know, it gets a lot of listens. Um, And so you get first dibs on giving a title to this talk. Oh my gosh, you're putting me on the spot. Absolutely. (laughs) We do this regularly. <laughs> it's, it's Mark's favorite part of the show, yes, actually. Yes. <laughs> um, um, oh, my gosh. Um, I, I guess uh, startups, well. Uh, the listeners right now are also doing the same thing. They're coming up with their idea. Exactly. Like what That's they exactly say. what okay. happens. Okay. Startups start here. Ooh. Um, ooh, ooh. Yeah, startups Done. start here. There you go. Done. That's great. See, it, 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 we, and we find this every single time. There's the huge, oh my gosh. <laughs> then there's, then you get a mulligan. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. And then the second one is almost inevitably pure gold. Yeah. Judy, thank <laughs> okay. you very, very much. So, and I also want to thank California Lutheran University School of Management and Tolman and Weicker Insurance Services and our podcasting partner, Pull String Press. I just I love doing these shows here. We've just there's a vibe in this studio that just brings the best out of people. Aww. 
and to Cielo24, who provides the searchable captions for our show. The 805 Project is supported by partners and sponsors throughout the region. We want to thank them as well. If you'd like to find out how you could support the show and support our mission, check us out at 805connect.com. Click on the partner link on the top of the page. Patrick, how... How could people help us specifically with this episode? Longtime listeners are going to know that this is your chance to go write, review, give us some stars, uh, pass this uh, podcast along to your friends and family, people that need to hear good podcasting, good information uh, throughout their day. And then uh, other listeners of this show will also know that this is the time when I will remind you that you should all call your mothers because they miss you terribly. And your mom is sitting there at the phone waiting for you to call. It's true. So do that. Mothers thank us. We get postcards from them. So I would love to hear from you as well. Don't call me. Send me a note, mark at 805connect.com. And let me know what you liked about the show. And if there's someone you would like to hear or you'd like to introduce us to, uh, we've God, there's so many great voices in the in the region, and we're getting introduced to them and getting them on the show as fast as we can. So let me know. So until next time, this is Mark Sylvester, your host for 805 Conversations. 